here and good morning you know i was gonna uh is do we have quest bars over in uh you know can you find out uh alex if we have quest bars in our little 7-eleven over there down the hall because that's what this success from scratch is about and it's a set some scratch brought to you by lift teak look ears younger without facelift surgery go to liftteak.com and uh we, we're switching topics a little bit so we didn't have time to uh to go to the vending machine down the hall see if there's quest bars because this is about quest bar and i'd rather do this while eating a quest bar of possible okay protein bars right uh great for athletes people trying to lose weight anyone looking for a quick and easy source of protein my wife does that all the time i just took a protein bar uh but most of these are complete garbage full of sugar high in calories no better nutritionally than a candy bar some of them taste like crap i mean i've had a few where i take a bite and i just throw them away and I never throw away food. Never. Quest bars, though, are different. They actually started a revolution in this entire protein supplement uh, products industry. So here is their story. Tom Bilyeu, with two friends, Ron Penna and Mike Osborne, uh, they co-founded Quest in 2010. Uh, nobody, this is kind of fun. Nobody involved with starting the company had any prior experience with nutrition or food products, any of that. Tom was a film major at SC, Worked as a marketing manager for a small data company, which was sold. So Tom had to figure out, what do I do with my life? And during that time, he was also pretty fat. So one of the first things he did was lose 60 pounds. And after that, no Quest bars. Okay, and I can't get the garbage bars they, they have over there because those are the only one. The granola bars are kind of uh, fun tasting, but they have uh, 486 calories and no protein. And uh, they don't really work as nutritional bars. So Tom wanted to help other people in his family who were also fat. And one of the ways he said is, okay, we make better protein bars and that supplements uh, your weight loss journey. Okay. And uh, so he's looking around. There aren't a lot of attractive options out there at that time. Uh, and still today, it's, re- it's uh, minimal. Uh, Bill Yu, Tom, realized there was an opportunity. And coincidentally, two of his former workers from that data company were also interested in the idea. So the three of them got together. And began this company, started to work. And since the men had no prior experience in this industry, they didn't even know where to go. So they began making the bars in Tom's kitchen. And they spent months in perfecting this recipe. And here was the problem. No added sugar. And at the same time, it couldn't taste like crap. So they got this recipe then they moved to a small commercial kitchen. They rented by the hour with each bar made by hand. Rolling pins and handheld knives, which obviously was a little too labor intensive. So they tried to find some equipment that could do this. And there wasn't anything out there that would do what they needed. And so they tried some existing machinery. That was a disaster because it would overheat and break down every 10 minutes. So they hired a company to build them a custom machine that would perfectly shape their bars. And if you ever watch uh, uh, any of the documentaries about companies that manufacture insert name of product, food product uh, here, you always see these machines that do it. Those are all for the most part custom made. Uh, There's a world to that. So they went ahead. I don't even know how much money they spent, but it wasn't cheap. So with a production system finally in place, they started to approach companies, big ones that can manufacture the bars. 
Uh, and we're talking about trying to put them, those bars in retail stores. That is the problem. Getting shelf space. So at first, no retailers would even stock the Quest bars. I mean, zero. So Tom had to come up with another plan. And he sent a thousand handwritten letters to athletes and fitness models who had big followings on Instagram and included was a quest bar. These are internet influencers. Now keep in mind, this is years ago when that wasn't known a lot. And these folks liked the bars and started posting them uh, about them on social media and to show you when you talk about how successful and how important social media is by the second year uh, there was $10 million in revenue without one being in a retail store. Now, that's impressive as hell. So the company's presence grew, and it caught the eye of GNC and Vitamin Shop. Those were the first two stores to ban carrying the bars. And not wanting to abandon their original online followings, they said, we still need online. It's probably more important. They had a team of, quote, brand ambassadors. Fitness-minded people, CrossFit competitions, weightlift meets, health fairs to hand out samples. In the first three years, Quest grew by, are you ready for this? 57,000%. By their fourth year in business, sales are $100 million, never taking a dime in outside funding. They own the whole thing. Today, Quest brings in over $300 million in revenue. And it's valued at over a billion dollars. The first two Quest Bars, Vanilla Almond Crunch, Peanut Butter Supreme. Today, they're over 20. Apple Pie, Birthday Cake, S'mores, Mocha Chocolate, Mocha Chocolate Chip, Rocky Road, Blueberry Muffin. And my very favorite one, uh, after having watched Harry Potter and those Jelly Bellies, those Jelly Beans, the vomit flavored ones. Oh, no, I'm, I'm sorry, I misread that. That's not on there. Uh, they also sell protein products, protein cookies, protein powder, high-protein potato chips, which I have not tried yet, but I can't imagine how disgusting a high-protein potato chip could possibly be. Now, high-protein cookies are disgusting in and of themselves. I mean, I, there's just something about high-protein cookies that just don't work. Eh, I don't just, I don't get it. Potato chips, I don't know. Last time I got excited about potato chips were uh, was when they were using, uh, what is that, Olera? Was that it? Yeah, what was that? Uh, yeah. Yeah, Olera, where uh, the fat, 30% of the fat is not absorbed, and they talk right on, on the potato chip label. Potato chips, watch out for oily stools. Yes, they did. Oh, it's fantastic. Wasn't it on like Pringles or something? Yeah, it was, it was on, on something totally, dis- it was wonderful. Remember. Hey, what a way, a wonderful way to end our Success from Scratch segment. What do you think? When in doubt, always go there. Always.